thanks so much for roaming back to my podcast titled Roaming Connections. And I hope you're all having a wonderful week. I have been really enjoying this podcast series. It's uh, it's actually a lot of work I've been finding out, but it's actually a great outlet still for me and my creative um, juices are able to flow. So if you're tuning in every week, I really appreciate your listen. And if you're new, welcome. Uh, this is a place where we talk about everything, you know, ins and outs and ups and downs of life of a 20-something year old here in Canada. So this episode today was sparked by a work conversation that I have been having recently. And in my job, I'm surrounded by a lot of technical conversations that surround engineering, uh, science, technology, um, mathematics, innovative ideas, things like that. So more specifically, you know, engineering, but one conversation this week surrounded the life cycle of infrastructure. And basically what that means is that our work, we were talking about how engineers can work to protect vulnerable infrastructure. So bridges or buildings or things like that. How can we work to ensure that if there's an extreme weather event, that this piece of infrastructure is able to withstand anything that is thrown on it? So we talk about what's called the life cycle model. So we go in and look at a specific bridge or a building and we, we look at the foundation, we look at everything related to that, the building of it and the, the maintenance of that infrastructure. And we say, using this life cycle model or these steps that we have in place or certain standards that we have, we can look and say, you know, this bridge or this building will be able to withstand a heavy snowfall, heavy rain, ice storms, anything like that with minimal check-ins throughout the years and cracks to its infrastructure because we've done this certain guideline and certain check throughout the year that makes it sustainable and not vulnerable to all these extreme weather events. So when listening to this conversation, it was more technical than that, but basically I realized that our lives as as human beings are very similar to this life cycle model that our organization placed on physical infrastructure. Similar to the infrastructure life cycle model, humans often work diligently on checking off certain boxes or guidelines that society outlines as the quote-unquote standard. We somehow follow this life cycle model, so a model that outlines how we should act, where we should be, and what we should do to ensure that we get to the end of our lives unweathered or untouched by all the storms that life had thrown at us. You know, by following this guideline, this societal invisible guideline that we know exists and we can feel its pressure on us externally, but we can't really see it, I think if we follow it to a T, we're able to think back and think, oh, you know, I'm able to achieve everything that society expected from me. Even during my worst years, I'm able to get to the end or to my retirement with minimal cracks and minimal damage to my core. And this societal model that is intended to be used so that we can look back and and be excited about our accomplishments. So this life cycle model, often goes the like this we go to elementary school then high school then university or college we get a career in a field that we studied we get married we have a family we work some more then we travel if we can 
Then finally, retirement, a place where we can live freely, a place where we can look back on and think, wow, I accomplished everything I was supposed to in life based on this life cycle model that has been outlined for me. And although we may pressure ourselves internally to match this life cycle model, it's important to realize that this model has been imposed on us by society, a pressure external from ourselves, whether we realize it or not. It's seen as, you know, this go-to model that is the gold standard of what our lives should look like. It's the same with infrastructure. What can we do to ensure that we're doing everything we can to get unscathed and uncracked at the end of the day? Anything outside of that human life cycle or any step jumped over or done in a, a different time frame is seen as unconventional, untraditional, or misguided. Anything outside of this life cycle model is seen as a potential to crack your core, your progress, or your ability to achieve the next thing in that life cycle model. Like infrastructure, we are fragile to life's events. So this societal model seemingly exists to ensure that we are able to follow guidelines to get us to the next stage of our lives accomplished and polished. This gold standard isn't changed or manipulated based on the individual that we are. It's applied equally to everyone in society, regardless of your economic or societal factor. Everyone has to follow the elementary school, high school, you know, get a job, all these things, all that, that process. It doesn't change and it doesn't matter who you are. We all fit into that model, or at least the society wants us to. This life cycle model of getting things done in a certain way and in a certain time frame like I said, isn't unique like all of us. There isn't much room for flex flexibility or interpretation. In my job, when we look at bridges or buildings, you have to adapt that model or that guideline to, to fit that piece of infrastructure. It's not gonna be the same for every piece of infrastructure. And it shouldn't be the same for society. Why do we always have to follow the exact same model or an exact same time frame or exact same steps piece by piece, when we have different experiences or different ways of looking at life, different cultural experiences, different religious beliefs, things like that. Why are we all tied into this one life cycle model today? A lot of us are here in a weird middle stage of our life, and I'm in the same boat, where it's a place where, you know, we can often feel lost because we are not exactly where we should be based on this societal life cycle model that has been imposed on all of us. You know, a template that I believe has been even imposed on our parents and grandparents. Some of us may feel not, like, not accomplished because we may have not finished high school. Or we may have skipped over that university phase where the rest of our generation was applying to schools. We may, you know, have completed our education, but missed out on finding that perfect career that aligned perfectly with our studies. We may have found that perfect life partner to spend the rest of our life cycle model with, or we haven't had the time to find someone like that. We're seen as breaking from the traditional career path or marriage path if we focus on our career instead. A faux pas in the eyes of societal pressure and a faux pas based on this life cycle model. All of these actions outside of this life cycle model are often seen as cracks or missteps away from the life cycle model that gets you to the end of it all. Given, I think that this life cycle model is improving over time, 
I do believe that there is still this innate pressure to get it all quote unquote right. If you're like me, you're asking the classic life questions of where do I go from here? Do I have to follow the path that everyone else is supposedly on? Who decides what's the right thing for me to do in this specific time of my life? What if I don't want that? What do I want? Will I have too many cracks to my core or not enough accomplishments based on society's expectation of me to get unscathed by the time I retire? We often feel caged if we don't follow this life cycle model to a T. There's often this sense of fear that we won't use this time that we have on earth wisely if we're going off the traditional life cycle template. We ask ourselves, will I be able to weather life storms and challenges and obstacles if I step to the side to take the time to evaluate if this model is right for me and my life passions? Because like I said, it's going to be the exact same process and exact same expectations and steps set out for everybody. But what if I don't want to go to university? Or what if I don't want to do a career right now and have a family first? What does that look like for people? Do we, do we see those individuals in society? Like, are we guilty of it ourselves by internalizing, wow, they're unique, they're unconventional. I remember finishing university and heading straight into an internship and then a career because I thought that was expected of me. I really wanted to take some time to travel and to explore, but I thought that because I was older and now had a degree, that, you know, that time for me to explore had passed. I now had to quote unquote, act like an adult to remain on my path to something. And this life cycle model is a serious thing because it can cause you to be your own worst critic. It can cause you to feel behind when in fact you're exactly where you're supposed to be in this moment. A lot of us, I think, limit ourselves to those innate choices that we have because we're afraid of failing to what society standards are based on this life cycle model. We're afraid to be perceived as lazy or unmotivated because we've decided to travel instead of work. Or we're unconventional when we forget about marriage or family to focus on our careers. There's often this sense of racing to the finish line to get all of these ducks lined up in a row in the exact same order they're supposed to be in to prove to ourselves and to society that we followed and accomplished this life cycle model stressed upon us since we were little in the perfect amount of time. We can look back and say, we accomplished everything that we were supposed to. But I question something. What are we not accomplishing by sticking to this life cycle model that doesn't fit everybody? What parts of life are we excluding from our repertoire by putting on the blinders and sticking to traditional life steps and timings? Are we missing out on amazing adventures, amazing experiences, amazing people that could brighten our understanding of life's questions? What do these detours away from this life cycle model bring if we always avoid them to get to where we're seemingly supposed to be faster? Are we so tied to this desk and to this checklist that we are losing sight of the bigger picture of what life can offer and what life can mean or what matters more in life? With all of this going on, this external pressure mixed with internal emotions, I think we've all learned to keep busy and I'm busy, like I'm like, 
what's the word? I'm guilty of this as well. Like I, I work to distract both myself and others looking in on my life that I may have stepped to the side from the traditional life cycle model for a bit. I'm a little behind on certain things, but don't worry, I'll, I'll get there one day. And for me, I present an image of myself on social media. I know I do. And it makes me feel as though I'm doing okay and that society doesn't have to worry about me stepping away from this life cycle model. That I'm still accomplishing things even if it's not in the right order or timing as what this life cycle model places pressure on. I want to put the blinders on society's view so that everyone looking in sees certain things and not the other things that I'm missing or that I've misstepped. I'm the one driving the lights and sounds all the time instead of focusing on what I'm missing out on or haven't accomplished based on the age I am or the the time frame I should be doing things. I think this rings true especially as a woman. Um, As a female in her late 20s, this life cycle model plays with my brain all the time. And for my generation, I often place pressure on myself because you know, I'm, I'm inching closer to 30 and I, I have certain things in my life that I've accomplished based on the time frames, but I've also stepped aside on certain things as well. Oftentimes, I think I'm seen as a career-driven person than a person who wants a family which isn't the case, but I see myself stepping to the side of the traditional model because I feel behind some friends or colleagues in the whole marriage and family department. The pressure I sometimes feel is that I'm getting older and I'm surpassing the time that women traditionally have children or get married based on this societal life cycle model. And like I said, I do think it is getting better, but I still think that that um, expectation still exists. Given, I am in no rush for any of that kind of stuff, but this life cycle template plays with my brain and it makes me feel behind when in fact I'm exactly where I personally want to be. This model and this template makes, I think, everybody trick themselves into being competitive with always wanting to move forward at a pace which we're sometimes not comfortable with. I'm here to tell you today on this episode that it is okay to not feel 100% in line with this template. It's okay to step aside and to reevaluate where your life is going and to listen to what makes you happy. If what makes you happy is off of the traditional life cycle model and that timing, go for it. If you're not hurting anybody and you're not putting yourself in jeopardy, you don't need permission from anyone to go off grid or off script. I know that sounds really scary and I don't think we've given ourselves permission to do so because I do, again, think that there is this innate pressure from society to do things a certain way. But you don't need permission. You do not need permission. Again, you do not need permission. With this life cycle model, I think we tend to gravitate towards using the same measuring stick. You know, that one that we always see in the the school, like below the the chalkboard. It's that wooden one. I think we all remember it. But we always want to use that wooden meter stick that was used in grade school to measure our success and our life accomplishments and the timing that we have done things. To show to others using the same measuring stick, listen, I'm, I'm way ahead of you. Good for me. When in fact, we should be grabbing different things. 
I should be grabbing a straw perhaps, or a shoelace, or a shoe. Different things to measure how far I've come in life because each of our experiences are different. How can we each use that same wooden measuring stick if my experience is different than yours? At every stage of your life, new things are going to show up. New people, new experiences, new obstacles, new challenges. It's okay to change your life cycle model to fit the current you because this is the you that's living in the moment. It's about everything underneath this model that we're doing that matters, I believe. Are you a caring person? Are you a curious person? Are you selfless, motivated, enthusiastic, happy? Do you treat others with empathy and compassion? Are you respectful and truthful? I believe these qualities, or other ones that you value, are more important to identifying you to the core as an individual than the things that you can check off on this life cycle model. I think I go beyond having a university degree. I think I'm defined larger than that. I think I'm defined larger than the job I hold. I think I'm defined larger than, you know, having a potential partner in my life. I, I serve more to this world. I can provide more. I can, I'm more than just the things I can check off on a guideline or a template that doesn't even exist, really. It's invisible. It's the things that make you you to your core that matter. The values that you hold true and that make you you to the core will keep your physical core intact throughout all life storms. So how do you feel better about stepping aside or outside of this template or time frame placed on us? I think there are two things that we can do. The first is to remind yourself that you're not behind and I think this is the hardest to do out of the two. Comparison is often the thief of our joy and you know one way that we can remind ourselves that we're not behind is to self-talk. Self-talk can be daily affirmations that you say to yourself uh, that remind you that you're happy where you're at, that, that you're not behind and you're supposed to be where you are because that's the time frame that you feel comfortable with. With this step comes not comparing yourself and your timelines through social media or with those around you. And I, this is the hardest thing to do because I know we've all heard this, but People post their highlight reel, and like I just said in this podcast, I do it, and I'm sure you do it too. We post our highlight reel on social media, not always the turbulent times. Social media presents an image that we have our ducks in a row, that we're accomplishing so much in this life cycle model. A job, I have a family, I have a trip, I have this, I have that. If there are accounts on social media that trigger your self-doubt, I would say you should unfollow them for now to have some breathing room. I remember I took a digital detox from accounts that triggered my self-doubt. You know, whenever I scrolled through my feed and found myself comparing everything with that one individual or that one picture, I just gently unfollowed that account. I did this during those seasons of intense self-doubt so as not to be bombarded with another image the next day or account where I was constantly comparing myself and the timelines that I had missed out on or things like that. Yes, some accounts can be motivating. However, there is a difference, I think, between motivation and negative comparison. The second 
uh, thing that we can do to make ourselves feel better about stepping aside from the template or time frame placed on us is to adore the detours. Detours in life are often described as a path that got you to your destination a little later than everyone else. It's a path that is not always linear, but it often provides the best stories, the best adventures, the best spontaneous moments of life, and the best memories. Detours often allow us to appreciate different moments, landscapes, and experiences that we otherwise would not have come across because we're so focused on getting to where we need to get fast. Society's life cycle model can often put blinders on the detoured path, placing a sign across a detoured road that says closed when all you want to do is drive right on through it. The life cycle model allows you to look at the other paths but steers you in the direction that gets you to the destination faster. If you see a detour or a road that you want to travel down, both literally and figuratively, a path that excites you and sparks your curiosity in a positive way, I think and I challenge you to adore that detour. Remove that road sign and take the path. And if this is a reality, don't trespass, okay? But even if it may delay you from where society believes you should be, it's a detour that fuels you. It's a detour that allows you to step to the side and to pause. It allows you to take a second and evaluate what's around you and to take in new sights and experiences you never thought you'd enjoy. It's also an opportunity it, you know, to discover new things and new parts of who you are and what drives you to get to the next piece of your life, maybe outside or back inside that model that society has placed on us. I think you should trust the timing of your life because you'll get to where you're going on your own pace. At the end of the day, you're not losing pace with those around you, and I want you to remember that. You're allowed to adjust your life cycle model to fit your core passions, just like we do in our job to fit the, you know, create a model to fit that specific piece of infrastructure. There's no point in moving quickly towards a life that doesn't fit you or suit you or fuel you if you are not passionate and it doesn't create a, a better, larger you. There's also no point in using the same measuring stick as everyone else because we all have different experiences and passions. What matters is who you are as a person. I know that this model can be tempting to follow because it's there for us, right? It's there, it's, it's willing to be followed. But, you know, this specific model, even though it's supposed to get you to the end without cracks to your core, may in fact create more cracks to your core. Because if you don't follow a guideline that is driven and unique to you and your desires, you may be vulnerable to extreme events in your life cycle model that isn't specific to you and your desires or passions. It can break you down further. It can make you feel less of yourself. It can put more self-doubt in your brain. Things that aren't suiting or fueling you and are not unique to you do not serve you. I promise when you create your own life cycle model of what you want your life to look like, you'll look back and see a wonderful, fulfilling life that suited you and your timelines. So I hope you realize how incredibly important it is to feel unique and to feel inspired to follow your own path. That's all I have today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this and again, adore the detours. 
and self-talk. Try not to compare yourself. It's going to be a wonderful journey, I'm sure. <laughs> Talk to you guys next time. Thank you.